Hallelujah. You are greatly established for a testimony to the glory of God. Walk in the confident revelation that God Almighty loves you and his provision for life transforms your life and make you a testimony. You are born for a blessing. You are alive today so that his blessing can flow through you for a heavenly impact. Be greatly blessed as you advance forward in this revelation in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. I am Victor Akwejan. We are a missionary family in Germany, serving in Europe and other countries. And we are grateful to God for the privilege to come your way with an encouragement in our conference week. Don't limit God conference week. And it's just a blessing and a privilege at the same time. I'd like to invite you today, Thursday evening at 8 p.m. to join us online for our conference meeting to be a time of prayer, a time of the word, and a time of worship. So check our flyer and join us at 8 o'clock in the evening. And let's celebrate and enjoy the best of God. Let's pray. Father, we are grateful that this morning you speak through me. You minister your word with clarity. And you confirm your word with signs and wonders. Changing lives. Transforming destinies. Confirming your vision for your people. And bringing us into the full measure and the absolute revelation of the things that you've ordained for us to walk in. Thank you for your blessed word today. Hallelujah. Amen. We are still looking at the topic, faith to finish. We've read from Hebrews chapter number 12, verse number 2, when you read from the verse 1 and 2, that we should run the race, that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the altar and the finisher of our faith. Scripture make it clear to us, according to John, chapter number one, when we read from the verse number one through to the verse number three, that Jesus is the word. Hallelujah. And when we read down, we read and we understand in this chapter that he is the word that became flesh, full of grace and truth in the verse number 14. So that is our Jesus Christ for you. He is the word that made flesh. So when we say look unto Jesus, we can also say that look unto the living word of God. Hallelujah. Faith looks unto the living word of God. In the word, you see the impossible made possible. In the word, you receive the revelation that transforms, that transforms your life 
through the renewing of your mind. In the word, you receive a personal revelation in your heart that carries the power to transform and change your life. In in the living word of God is the potential for a world-changing encounters in every generation, in every nation, and in every tribe of men under the earth. Hallelujah. So I encourage you today, look into the word and see what he is showing you in the word. For in the word is your breakthrough. It's the supernatural encounters that God has designed for you to walk in and manifest on earth to be a blessing. I pray that the word of God will come alive to you. The living word of God, the living word of God will release its life. As you're listening to me right now, the life of the word begin to manifest in your situation to the honor and the glory of his holy name. Hallelujah. Amen. Our key verse for today is what we will take from John chapter number 6, the verse number 63. Let me read with you. John chapter number 6, the verse number 63. This is what Jesus said. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. And he said, it is the spirit who gives life and the flesh is no help at all. So if we rely on the flesh, the help that our flesh can offer us, what we see in our flesh, if we rely on that one, Jesus said, it is no help at all. But the true help that we can get for life is the help that the spirit offers. Hallelujah. Because the spirit gives life. The Spirit gives the very life of God, the Zoe of God, the freedom that is in God, the liberty that is in God, the love that is in God, the assurance that is in God, the faith that is in God, the the patience that is in God, hallelujah, the purity, the righteousness that is in God is offered by the Spirit. So when we dwell and live by the Spirit, Hallelujah. We will experience the true life of God in its fullest expression. But take note of this. Jesus said, the words that I speak to you, those words are spirit and they are life. May the power of the living word, may the spirit and the life of the living word of God enter into your situation today. Turn your life around. Heal your body right now. I pray that the spirit and the the spirit and the life of the living word of God. Offer you wisdom solutions. Turning relationships. Turning lives around. Turning men to God. From their waywardness. Hallelujah. To the praise and the glory of our God. And there is it. 
So faith, hold on to this word, this word that provides spirit and life for transformation. May you experience it. Now, let me share with you a testimony. This testimony is from the book of um, Joel Austin, Becoming a Man, Becoming a Person of Unwavering Faith. Hallelujah. And he shares this testimony, an awesome one. Um, He said he was talking about a friend from several years ago. At the time that he was writing this book, um, it was over 20 years already that this friend have experienced this testimony. But let me share with you. The friend was in a plane flying at 35,000 feet in the air to a preaching appointment. So we see here this friend had been invited to go and preach in a place and he was sitting in the plane. Hallelujah. 35,000 feet. And take note of the following. Before this time in the plane, this friend has been an accomplished pianist who have been offered opportunities in the entertainment world that would have assured him a great future. He could sing. He had a powerful, beautiful solo voice. Hallelujah. But you see, God called him to preach. And so he chose to follow Hallelujah. To follow the vision of God for his life. He chose to follow it. So he did not go to the entertainment world. He did not follow the big offer that he had that would have secured his future forever. But he went in to preach the gospel. So he became a preacher. Now, listen. What happened was at the time he was sitting in the train in the plane at that height he had been afflicted by rheumatoid arthritis and it has grown progressively worse in his entire body his hands has become knotted and not and paralyzed to movement ending his days of playing the piano listen He was a preacher and he got disattacked and afflicted and paralyzed in his body that he could not even move part of his body properly well. He says that the hands have become knotted and gnawed and paralyzed. So he could not move his hands freely again. His body was afflicted by the disease and filled with pain. Take note of it. His ankles have swollen to the size of grapefruit and his knees were enlarged from the pain and from the rheumatoid arthritis. Now, this friend could not function as a normal person again. He bought aspirin in boxes instead of bottles and was drinking it continuously in order to relieve the excruciating pain in his body. Many mornings, people have to come in, they have to roll him out of bed and take him under the hot tub for his joints to loosen up and for the pain to be partially relieved. He could not walk in a normal fashion again. 
His best days were gone. And listen, his joints were aching and deformed by this crippling disease. Why is that? He's a preacher. He has been called by God. He has been given a vision by God. He chose the vision of God over what he had planned for his own life. And yet, he was so attacked and was dealing with this disease that was getting worse and worse. That is very interesting situation. But let's read on. Why is that? And his condition as he sat in the airplane was this bad. The doctors have given their final verdict that nothing can be done medically to heal him permanently. He could only get relief from the pain by taking medication. So they told him he simply have to keep taking these painkillers, this medication, but the situation just to reduce the progress of the sickness because it will keep getting worse, but it will be gradual as long as he keep doing the things medically he's been told to do. You see? So his ability to trail people and, and, and play the piano and, and minister to people on that way was gone. He could no more walk normally. And as he sat in the plane, take note of this, he was reading the Bible. And now suddenly he came to a point where he read that Jesus bore our sicknesses and carried our pains. And by his stripes, we were healed. Isaiah 53, verse number 5. And then he went on and read Matthew chapter number 8, verse number 17, that Jesus healed all the sick that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, saying, He himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. And then he read First Peter chapter 2, verse 24, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Suddenly, listen, he has been preaching the gospel all his days. He has been living with this sickness all his days and still been going on preaching, unwritten invitations. His ability to play piano was gone. He was consuming all these painkillers all these years until that day that the word of God became alive to him. Listen to what happened to that man. He says, suddenly a light turned on deep inside of him. He heard in his inner man the words, by his stripes, you were healed. That is what he heard inside him. The light went on. Ah, may the light go on in you. May the light of the living word, hallelujah, go on in you. I don't know what you are dealing with, but the spirit of the living word of God, Hallelujah. Can turn on a light in you right now. To turn poverty into divine provision. Hallelujah. To turn that struggle, that battle of years, right this minute as I speak to you, into your season of celebration. Oh, Jesus. May that be your portion. Now, listen. 
he received this true understanding in the inside of him. Suddenly, he knew that he was healed. He knew he had absolute assurance within him that he is free from the disease. So he began to rejoice because he was certain about it. As he sat in his seat, physically, mm, nothing changed. His body looked the same. He didn't feel any different, but he had this revelational knowledge in him. Hallelujah. And so, the plane landed. Hallelujah. No one saw this miracle, but his faith has seen it. His faith has taken hold of it. And his faith was holding strong to this living word. Hallelujah. And listen to this. <laughs> the plane landed. He got out. He hobbled down the aisle. The pastor from the church he had been invited to came to meet him at the airport gate. Took his little suitcase and said, how are you? Now, this man that was hobbling, stooped, tried to carefully turn his head in a way that he could look at this pastor and said, Oh, I'm glad to announce to you that I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. I'm sure the pastor might have been thinking, what is wrong with this man? Maybe it's not only his body that is suffering, his brain, something have happened to him also. Or he said, yeah, maybe he's just lying to himself. He's not being realistic and all of these other things. But listen to this. This friend went when it was time for him to minister. He struggled and hobbled his way to the pulpit. And having all the arthritis dominating in his body, he looked at the congregation and said, before I preach the message to you, I would like, to re I would like you to rejoice with me. Ah. <laughs> oh yes, because I want to tell you that I am so glad that by his stripes, the stripes of Jesus, I have been healed. Arthritis cannot live in my body. I want you to rejoice with me that I am healed and that I can play the piano and walk normally again. This is what the man started with. Uh, and the congregation, they received it with mixed reactions. People reacted differently to the situation. Yes, because, you know, they are seeing what they are seeing. The guy they are seeing is having different parts of the joint swollen and he was struggling to just get to the pulpit. And now you stand there, you are announcing something like this. I'm sure some of them shut him down in their heart. And they said, that guy is not correct. He may be a false prophet and all these things. And he's just a positive confession and promoter and all. But you see, after that action of faith, after seeing himself healed, even though nobody else was seen. Oh yes, and irrespective of all the different reactions different people gave to him. You see, to the glory of God, after they celebrated and rejoiced and he preached and he did everything from that day on, from that day on, hallelujah, from that very moment going forward, he, his body started getting better and better. 
And in a matter of weeks, all the arthritis was gone from his body. Every joint became normal. And it has been over 20 years already. To the glory of God. <laughs> Jesus has been over 20 years already. He's living healthy life, playing the piano, and celebrating the goodness of God. Nobody laid hand on him. Nobody had to do anything, but the day his feet saw what the word has said. He might have read it all his years. He might have been complaining and battling with the devil and complaining and battling with God. Why? I responded to your call. I followed your vision. Why, God, have you allowed this to attack me? But the day he came to the revelation that faith sees the living word of God and hold on to it. The day he came to that revelation, the day the word became a revelational knowledge in his heart, the day he saw himself healed in accordance with the living word of God. Listen, no physical condition could hold him down. It was a matter of weeks. It was not instantaneous in his case. But it's been more than 20 years now and he's living his life. So somebody will say, why did God permit him to suffer? Maybe the question is, for lack of knowledge, my people perish. Have we come to the revelation? Are you spending time meditating in the word? You might have read the scriptures, but have you received the spirit and the life of the scripture? Have you committed time to it? And today that is the encouragement. That is a call. Make a decision that you are going to make a commitment to the living word. Whatever you are dealing with, spend time in the word. Find what the word says about the situation. Spend time in meditation. And whether you are high above the sea level, or you are under the sea, or you have been put in a cave and shut down, I see the living word of God lifting you out of that place and restoring you to the place of your celebration. Restoring you to the place of your rejoicing. Restoring you to the place of your breakthrough. Restoring you to that marriage. Restoring to that life of advancement in favor and in grace. Restoring you to making you a blessing. You will proclaim the purposes of God. The vision of God for your life to identify is one thing. To walk in that vision is another. And to be able to deal with the attacks of the enemy that comes. As you walk in the vision is another. But in all cases, you need to know that you must commit to see the word come alive in you and it will manifest physically because the manifestation of the word in your life is dependent on what you see in the word. Now, receive the spirit and the life of the word in your life, in your situation right now. If you've not given your life to Jesus, I encourage you, make the decision today and surrender to the Lordship of Jesus and make room for his transformation in every aspect of your life. Be blessed, be highly favored to the glory and the praise of our God. Be pleased, if it is possible for you, listen to the message again. Don't think you know it already. Go through the verses again 
and begin to receive healing for your body, healing for your soul, healing for your relationship, for your business, for your finances, and every aspect of life, and become a blessing, a testimony, and walk and fulfill God's vision for your life. In Jesus' name, amen. Don't forget, faith sees the life and the spirit of the world.